Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM. Today, I'm going to just real briefly talk about the imprint of true salvation the imprint of true salvation. We've been talking about the new birth. I mean, I've been blessed by that series about the new birth, about being born again. So if you have your Bibles, go with me to John chapter 3. John chapter 3, and, and real quick, we'll just start with verse 1 out of ESV. Now, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, truly, truly, I say unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say unto you, unless one is born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you that you must be born again. Um, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. And one of the imprints that a person is born again is the Spirit of God comes inside of them. It's called the witness of the Spirit. Um, go with me to Malachi chapter 3, verse 18. Malachi chapter 3, verse 18. Malachi chapter 3, verse 18 says this. Uh, well, let's just start with verse 16. Then those who feared the Lord spoke with one another, and the Lord paid attention and heard them. And a book of remembrance was written before him of those who feared the Lord and esteemed his name. There is a book of remembrance. God remembers everything that we say, what we do, and our, and our motives. But here, this book of remembrance, the Lord, it says the Lord paid attention and heard them. How many of the Lord pays attention to us? He pays attention to what we say, what we do. And here it says, a book of remembrance was written before him of those who feared the Lord and esteemed his name. To fear the Lord is not to necessarily just be afraid of him. There's different types of fear, right? Um, I, I, one of the things I have the boys confess every day is that I'm, I'm afraid, I'm not afraid of, I fear no man and I fear no woman. I fear no thing, no animal, <laughs> no insects. But then I say, we fear God. The word fear can be d defined as reverence, respect, honor, if you fear something like, say, you fear an animal, or, you know, fear a snake, you, you, you give reverence to that snake. You give that snake place in your life to, you, you submit to, to that authority. That's another way of looking at fear. And, and we fear the Lord. So because we fear the Lord, he hears us when we pray. We, we, we're not necessarily afraid of him, Right? You shouldn't be afraid of your father, right? But you should have the utmost respect and reverence for him. Last night I said something that was probably controversial, but um, I think there are times that 
if we disobey God and continue on in that disobedience, that it causes the anger of the Lord. And the Bible says that his anger lasts for a moment, but his favor lasts for a lifetime. Amen. So thank God that there are things that we can do as Christians to, to make God upset. All right. Uh, we see Jesus in Malik, Ma, Ma, uh, Matthew, I mean, excuse me, Mark, where he took a whip and he was very angry. He, he expressed his anger with the people of God. So don't think that God can't get angry at you. You know, sometimes, and, and even in his anger, there's love. <laughs> Amen. In his judgment, there's love. And even allowing you to reap what you have sown, even in the negative, that's the love of God. Amen? Amen. And I think sometimes we, we only see one side of God. One time I was praying for an individual, a pastor, and he made some mistakes. And he was facing prison time. And I, I went to go pray and ask God to have mercy on him. And... He ended up going to prison. He's in prison now. And the Lord said to me in my heart, I didn't hear an audible voice, but in my heart, he said, um, this is my mercy. And, and, and sometimes we, we think that mercy is getting us out of what we, feel, what we look at as an uncomfortable situation. Sometimes it's the mercy of God that keeps us in that situation. Thank God he did not answer that prayer that you wanted this individual knowing that God, God knew what was happening, what's going to happen in the future. Amen. Come on. Amen. So thank God for the things that we don't, we don't always, we shouldn't always get what we want. Just like if you have little kids, you shouldn't always give your little kids everything that they want. It, you're setting them up for destruction. So a good father, a good mother will not give their kids everything. And so, so is our heavenly father. Amen. Let's continue. Verse 17, and they shall be mine. This is what the Lord says. And they shall be mine, says the Lord. The Lord uses perfect English. They shall, you know, some people say, they shall be mines. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> they shall be mine, says the Lord. <laughs> In the day when I make up my treasured person, and I will spare them as a man spares his son who serves him. Then once more you shall see, this is what I want to bring out, then once more you shall see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and one who does not serve him. How I many know there should be a difference between us and the world? Amen? Not that we're better, but we're just receivers of his grace. Amen. What's the difference between Christians and unbelievers? We are receivers of his grace. We have humbled ourselves and received the grace for salvation, received the grace of the baptism, received the grace of healing, received the grace of deliverance, received the grace of provision. Amen. Amen. The Bible says in James, it says that God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Amen. He will resist you if you're prideful. I said this a couple weeks ago. I've never seen anybody come to the altar call to get saved with a pride heart, prideful heart. Yeah, yeah, save me, Jesus. There's something about raising the hands and yielding to him. I, I, you know, when you get pulled, God forbid, but you get pulled over and the cop comes, you know, you raise, you, raise, you surrender. Come on. 
Amen. We surrender to the Lord of Lords. So every time we raise our hands, we're surrendering to God. I'm opening my heart. He he talks about in Psalms, open up your your gates, you know, and let the king of glory come in. Open up your heart. There's something about the expressions of the hands. I remember being a kid and and, um, a teenager and and afraid to lift up my hands because I was afraid of what people were thinking about me. And I just like, I did like this. And supernaturally, I, I felt the Lord or angels assisting me in pulling my hands up. I got free. And it didn't matter what they thought. I raised my hands in class. Glory to God. When you have answers, you raise your hands. Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. Glory to God. So the imprint of true salvation. One of the imprints is that we have the witness of the Spirit. The Spirit of God witness within us. Romans 8. Romans chapter 8. Glory to God. Romans chapter 8, verse, let's, let's look at 20. Uh, I, can, I can live in Romans 8. I mean, we could preach in Romans 8 until Jesus comes. <laughs> um, there was a guy by the name of Martin Lord Jones, and he was a pastor over in England, and he, he preached many, many years, and he was a, a doctor, um, a physical, medical doctor, and a, a doctor of ministry, right? And so he, um, he preached. It took him 10 years to preach the book of Romans. He would preach every Wednesday the book of Romans. And so it's just so much to squeeze out. But Romans 8 is what I wanted to focus on, verse 14. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are what sons of God. This is the distinction. So as many as are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. In the Greek, it means that they are the maturing ones. If you're led by the Spirit, you are maturing in God. It it takes maturity to recognize the leadership of the Spirit. It doesn't make you spiritual because you hear from God. You've developed spiritual maturity by being led by God in the day-to-day affairs of life. In Romans 8, the Spirit of God will lead you into holiness, lead you away from sin. Romans 7 leads you away from the flesh and leads you right up into his holiness. Since we are led by the Spirit of God, our sons of God, for you did not receive the spirit of slavery, King James, bondage, to fall back into fear. The spirit of the bondage and the spirit of the world will lead you into fear, and the Spirit of God will lead you into faith. But you have received the spirit of adoption as sons. Okay, we, we received the spirit of adoption. That That's... Uh, we, we have the spirit of Christ living. In, so one of the distinction or the imprints of uh, true salvation is that we have the spirit of adoption. We recognize that at one point we were um, um, aliens from the covenant wealth of Israel. We weren't part of the covenant of promises. And now we were with our God in this world. But because of the blood of Jesus, we are made near. And now we're partakers of his divine nature. Amen. And so the distinction or the imprint or the imprint of true salvation is the witness of the spirit and the spirit of adoption abiding within the believer. And what does the spirit of adoption says? By whom we cry, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. 
Father God, Daddy God. I, it's an intimacy. The world calls him God. The world calls him the man upstairs, but believers call him Father. And they call Jesus their elder brother. They call the Holy Spirit their God and their teacher and their, their comforter, their standby, their intercessor. Their, you know, it goes on. I mean, we can go on. The whole, so we have the, the triune God. And verse 16, and the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. How do you know if you're a child of God? Not because you went through some ritual, you got baptized in water. You're a child of God because you, you know you're a child of God because you have the witness of the Spirit. There's something inside. If you don't have that witness, you're not, you're not a child of God. Every child of God, God affirms his fatherhood of that person by giving them a witness. It's so important that we can pay attention to that. If you don't have that witness, you need to make sure if you're really in the faith. Paul says in Corinthians, to examine yourself to see if you're in the faith. Amen. And as I end, it says, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him. That's the part that people don't want to hear. Provided we suffer with him <laughs> in order that we may also be glorified with him. So part of being a Christian, part of walking with Christ, part of true salvation is to follow the suffering servant of God, the, the ultimate servant of God, which is Jesus. We, we suffer in this world. Now, we don't suffer sickness, disease, and poverty, violence, and other stuff. I'm talking about suffering your flesh. Um, at this time, we're going to have Brother Daniel Michael Torres to come and share with us. Y'all welcome my brother back. Cool. Hi family, how y'all doing? Um, I'm so happy to be back here. <laughs> oh man. I, I honestly, I was uh, telling somebody I said I miss church more than I really miss anything else. Um, it's like a home to me. <laughs> it really is. Uh, you know, all the love I've been shown here, and um, I, I would I would sleep on the floor here. I would live here. I'm so I'm so serious. Um, okay, so. And we miss you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I just want to read um, something real quick from Psalms 107. Psalms 107. Um, Verse 10 through 16. Okay. So it says, Some sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, prisoners in affliction and in iron chains, for they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. So we bowed their hearts with hard labor. They fell down with no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He brought them out of the darkness and out of the shadow of death and burst their bonds apart. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man, for he shatters the doors of bronze and cuts in two the bars of iron. So what, what P said earlier was so accurate to my situation. When, when people 
feel as if, you know, this is like this. I, I, I really am against the teaching that God never <laughs> disciplines his children because I just went through it, <laughs> you know, and, um, and it wasn't easy and it, it wasn't fun. <laughs> and um, did I feel like God was against me? Yes. But as I stand here now, I can see that what he wasn't. So um, in two, the end of 2019, I really started to struggle with my addiction that I thought I had got over back in 2016. But things have a way of coming back around when you don't really surrender and um and you don't really obey you know um it's not as if I had like a lack of good teaching or a lack of Christians to support me or uh, uh, a lack of opportunity or uh anything I, I know God I know who he is I was raised around him um I didn't feel like listening to him <laughs> I just didn't want to do it you know what I mean and um you know it's funny people every time I talk to people who are unbelievers they'd be like, oh, you're Christian? I'm like, yeah. They're like, well, yeah, God was mean in the Old Testament, wasn't he? <laughs> and I, I'd be like, nah, he, he, he was just as gracious back then as he is now and today and in the New Testament. And this verse is from the Old Testament, you know what I mean? And, and it talks about God afflicting and sending his children into exile and suffering, you know what I mean? Not because he wants to, right? but because he knows what's best for us. So anyway, um, I violated the terms of my parole, my probation that I was on. And, uh, but guys, I mean, it was, it's, it's from, from the time they, I, went, I got locked up till, till now, it's just a story of God's grace. <laughs> like, you know, so so I, had, I copped out to an open plea from anywhere between five to 10 years. So when I violated, they could have given me anywhere from five to 10 years. Um, and the judge was gonna give me seven years. Uh, so seven years, and I would have to end up doing six and some change off that. I prayed before I went, and uh, I was like, Lord, I wanted to go home. <laughs> I'm be honest with you, I didn't pray to get sentenced at all. <laughs> I was like, Lord, I know you love me to save me so many times. Let's do it again. <laughs> like, I, 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 I was singing the song, I know he do it again. I was freaking out. I was like, let's go. We're going home today. I'm going home. And um, the judge was like, no, you're going to prison. <laughs> I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> um, but now, um, instead of, because when I got there, the, the, my, my lawyer was like, yeah, so the judge is going to send you down for seven years. And I was like, seven years? That's a long time. <laughs> it's like, wow. Uh, so anyway, I, 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 I go to court, and um, I'm in court line. I'm seeing the judge. And I was really, in the, I was really terrible on, on pr parole. I let them know I didn't want to be there. I let them know I didn't like them. I let them know I wasn't listening to them. I was very prideful uh, and arrogant. And... Um, so I knew he was gonna send me down for seven years. I knew the first chance he got, he was gonna send me on the first train out of there. And um, so when I got there, he actually, you know, I was listening and he was like, yeah, so we're gonna sentence you to a five with an 85, five years. I said, five years? I, stood, I was like, that's still kind of rough, but five years, okay, cool. But then when I talked to my lawyer, he was like, well, you already have two and a half years in on this five year sentence. So you end up pulling two years off of it and then you'll go home. I was like, okay. So God showed me mercy there. Sending me to prison, God showed me mercy, right? <laughs> I still went to prison, but God showed me mercy. Um, so I remember in November, the last week of November, I'm still struggling with my addiction. There's, there's, there's drugs in jail. So, you know, <laughs> that's not, you know, it's, everybody knows that. You know, it's the same things that are in, in, in the streets are in jail, same people. It's nothing different. And, um, and uh, I just remember one day sitting there, and I was like, Lord, I, I, I just... I don't know. I don't know what you like. I don't know what you want me to do. Like I really don't. And um, this is something weird. You just said it about when you were praying, 
and you, you couldn't lift your hands. I, and I remember thinking this so many times that I can't get on my knees to pray. There was just something about it. I just wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? I could pray standing. I could pray laying down. I could pray in the shower. I could pray do whatever else. But I will not get on my knees and pray. I just never did it. And um, something that P had told me a couple months before that. By the way, uh, <laughs> if I had just listened to everybody around me, I'd have never ended up in a situation in the first place. So really listen to your pastors and your believers around you. They know what they're talking about. <laughs> um, you know, uh, so I, I, I got on my knees to pray. And, um, you know, the Holy Spirit very clearly said to me that if I had just commit myself to praying in tongues, he'll change everything in my life. So I was like, no. <laughs> Sounds terrible idea. No way. Uh-uh. Um, nope, not happening. Um, but I, I, I did start to pray. I started to pray in the shower for like 15 minutes a day. And then I was like, you know what? I like this. One day I was like, you know, I'm going to stay on the ground. And I'm just going to keep praying until I, I can't get up. That's what I'm going to do, you know? And uh, there's actually a, a guy that been at this church before that was my, my bunkie. Love, I love him. I love him. I, I've grown to love him, you know what I mean? But he's a loud, loud individual, you know, and he's my bunkie. So I had to learn how to pray while he was screaming in my ear the whole time. And I thank God for him. He made me a better Christian. He made me a better believer. He, <laughs> he increased the test. Oh, I love him. Uh, so I, I started to pray a lot. And uh, I mean, I just started to pray. I just started to pray, and I'm praying in tongues. I don't know what's going on. I don't. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's working. And then, um, you know, I just it was that 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 addiction, that desire to to get high that I've been having since I was 12 years old, was just gone. I couldn't. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, yo. So even before this happened, um, P P D was in church in Philly. I believe, and, and a guy was like, are you praying for a kid named Daniel? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, well, D Daniel needs delivered. You know, Daniel's going to be delivered. And um, he was like, from what? So, the, you know, the thing is, when, when, we, when we, we're really good people, and not, not anybody here, but people in general are really good at hiding who they are and what they're going through, you know, um, whether it be from letdowns in your, your history and your past or whatever it may be, you know, people are just really good at hiding it. So, no, you know, Jessica, my family, P, you know, people that were the closest to me didn't really know what was going on with me because I was hiding it and I was playing church. You know what I mean? So you can kind of get it off, you know? Um, and um, so that, you know, he had got that. That was before I even, that was like probably a week after I relapsed. And, you know, that's that's God, you know, just in the work, in the midst of everything, you know what I mean? And that, that prophecy is one of the, the prophecies I held on to when I first started in the situation, you know. Like Paul told Timothy, I, I, I waged war with it, you know. And so so then I started praying in tongues. I started praying in the Spirit. God started, you know, really changing everything, you know what I mean? I'm talking about things just started falling off of me. It was to the point where I started, like, looking for things wrong with me because I didn't know if it was real. I was like, is this real? Like, you know, this can't be real. Um, and and it's, it's crazy because I've been in church my whole life. And um, don't take take offense to this, but I used to think you guys were crazy. You know what I mean? You're always jumping up and down. You're rejoicing. I'm like, what's wrong with them? Like, the only time I can get, I need a couple of drinks to get like that. I don't even know how they're doing that. You know what I mean? They must be out of their mind. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and, and, and so... I, I became that guy. <laughs> so now everybody was looking at me like, yo, this, this guy is weird. <laughs> so it's, it's cool, though. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, God, God, you know, he told me I'm praying in tongues. And he said, 
I'll shake the whole prison system for you. I said, well, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, so, but it, but it wasn't easy. It wasn't. Um, but the Lord made it a lot easier than it would have been. Um, so I, I got sentenced to the five years. I, I ended up going down to Southwood State Prison. That's um, in Bridgeton, New Jersey. So that's basically Delaware, really. Um, and it's not a good place to be. Uh, it's 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 one of the more uh, how do I say prejudice prisons <laughs> in New Jersey. Um, everybody drives pickup trucks and they just they don't like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of one of those situations. And um, but God God was good. I, I I can honestly say this whole time I didn't have to do anything to protect myself. Um, it's I was in I was in Wawa yesterday, right? And this girl asked me, she was like, did you just come home? And I was like, hmm. And I, and I didn't know why, but then I was just sitting here, and I kind of, you know how you were talking about and I had postures and stuff like that? I was like, I don't, I don't know why she said that. Because I ordered a smoothie, and the smoothie counter was right here, and I was uncomfortable because there were so many people behind me that I walked all the way to the wall, and I waited for my smoothie like this. <laughs> and, and I had my back against the wall, so... Uh, <laughs> Um, that was my bad. That was <laughs> I just remembered that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, but the, uh, honestly, I mean, at Southwoods, there's it's a lot of people there with a lot of time. Um, so I had, you know, two years to do. People had 20 years, 30 years, life. So they don't really fight. They just stab people. They don't have time to fight, <laughs> you know. And, and I, didn't, I didn't get in that one. I mean, I got in one argument, but God, God delivered me. Um, I didn't get in no fights, and usually I'm a very not like that, so I didn't get no fights. I didn't have to, God put believers around me. Um, God, God, God just, he just changed the situation, you know what I mean? And, and, and so come, come this January, well, no, actually before that, January, uh, no, November of, a year after I've been praying in tongues every day. So in November, the Lord had told me to fast and pray. So I said, okay. So I fasted and prayed, and he gave me a dream about something that I was asking him about. And um, he was like, me kind of, I just started writing out like a couple of days on a piece of paper. I think it was like 13 days. And the Lord was like, something's going to happen on that last day about your release. I said, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> and um, so that day, Phil Murphy had announced that it was a state of emergency again. Now, I'm not saying God made COVID, he didn't, right? But he definitely used it, you know, for, for my benefit, for my good. Um, and when he did that state of emergency, it was J January 13th, 2022. They gave eight months off to anybody who was a year short of their release. My release was January 13th, 2023. I just made it. <laughs> Yeah, and um, um, I, I mean, and 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 you know, not no, no, I can't, I can't, I can't make it up, man. Uh, you know, how many, how many, how many of us here know that we have such a dedicated pastor? Listen, we, I, 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 I you know, I. Listen, I. <laughs>
I'm not crying. I got allergies. I got allergies. Listen. <laughs> that, um, so I don't, I don't know about anybody else, but like when I sin, I sin hard. I don't, <laughs> I don't half step it. I don't dance around it. I don't feel bad about it. I go do my thing. You know what I'm saying? I go do my thing, right? And um, that relapse was hard for me. It was hard for, for Jessica. I thank God for her, too. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. um, and, um, you know, it, it, it was hard. And, and PD, man, he, he did not give up on me. He should have. I OD'd two or three times. I shouldn't be here. Um, but, God. but God, amen, <laughs> amen. Um, LPD stuck with me, man. I'm telling you, man. I, I, people were surprised. They like, oh, who you on the phone with? Like my pastor. They like, your yeah, pastor picks up jail calls. I say, you see what I mean? I say, yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Oh yeah, amen. Hey, uh, he he better for I knock one of y'all out. He better pick up the phone. I be dialing eight nine times. I'll pick up, <laughs> right? And um, his 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 um, the anoint the, the teaching anointing that he has, right? So that that before before I got locked up, PP was really pouring a lot into me, and I was hearing. No, I was hearing, but I wasn't listening. It's a difference. It's very a difference. You know what I mean? And I was hearing and I wasn't listening. But all the things he taught me were the things that the Holy Spirit brought back to my members while I was there. And I, I, I lived off that teaching, you know what I mean? And, and the Holy Spirit bringing it to life, you know what I mean? Um, it's just for instance, when I, when I was about to leave, I, I, was, I was like a month before I got released. Somebody stole from me. And in jail, that's, a, that's just another thing, you know, you get really beat up for that. And I, I, I wanted to, and in that moment, you know, Pia told me when he was younger, he had anger issues, you know, which is hard to believe for me still, you know what I mean? He's such a nice dude, it's hard for me to believe. And, um, and he told me how he got out of it by praying. And so I got on my knees and I started praying for the kid instead of doing what I really wanted to do to him. And then it gave me an opportunity to witness to him and tell him about Jesus. And um, like I said, God's been faithful. I mean, I, all my bunkies, either they came to Christ or, you know, some of them got filled with the Holy Spirit. I, I really watched God move um, in, in prison as well. And, um, you know, I just, I'm, I'm grateful. And I, I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, you know, while I was there, you know, the Holy Spirit had put it on my heart to go to Rhema. So um, they approved me to go to Rhema. I should be going there soon, you know what I mean? That's, is that. Um, but no, no, really, like, I, I, I prayed for KLM a lot. Some of y'all wrote me and reached out to me, and I appreciate you for that. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it was really a blessing and, and, and a refreshment, because I missed y'all so much. I really did. I missed y'all so I'd be so tired. You know, I listen, you know, I know we're supposed to, you know, talk to unbelievers and stuff like that, you know, but they just, sometimes, you know, <laughs> too much all day. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> need a break from y'all. Like, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, I just, I just miss being in church. I, I missed I missed fellowshipping. I, I I mean I was praying I was praying for y'all man. <laughs> I know y'all were praying for me, you know, and 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 that's why this is going on right now. <laughs> that's why I'm standing here right now, be able to talk. So I just thank you guys, you know. I got hmm? 
Oh, yeah, my grandma's here. Yeah, there's grandma right there. She came all the way over here. Yep, there's my grandma. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, so that, that was it, yeah. <laughs> And um, you forgot, um, also, um, what's happening in less than a month? Uh, <laughs> I'm getting married in like June 9th. It's my, yeah, you know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And um, before you went, right, you know, you had some time with Mom Graham, right? Yeah, we, we went to go see Mom Graham. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, 2019. I, yo, I don't know. Time kind of flew by for me. I'm not gonna let yo God. You know, time is not ours, right? So, time isn't ours. It is God's, right? So, I, when I learned that, I remember you said it. Actually, that's what I said. His teacher knew it. I remember he said it. He said that when he used to work at Budweiser, he would pray to God for the time to speed up, right? So, I was like, all right, I'm gonna do that. You know what I mean? God, I'm gonna. That sounds great for the situation. That's a perfect prayer, right? So, uh. So I started praying it like, you know, God needs his time to go through. And once I started, it was good. But then, like, you know, I wish I wish I had been more diligent because I'd wake up and forget what day it was. And maybe something important I got to do. <laughs> maybe it was somebody's birthday. And they'd be like, you don't got nothing to say. I'm like, what? What's today? <laughs> Our time was really going through, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean. Tell them about the people, some of the kids that knew of me in prison. Yeah, people, yeah, I met a lot, actually, you know, Rollway, I had met a lot of kids from Rollway that, that been to Agape and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of us guys, just, it's, it, we, we was really trying to start a prison ministry, that's really what was going on, so. <laughs> but I had met a, a couple kids, yeah, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, so, I, I, you know, like, how you were just saying it, like, you, you know, we don't believe that God doesn't, like, turn his face towards his children. You know, I, I experienced it. I really did. Like, you know what I mean? But listen, before, before I, because, you know, he had took the, the, the drug addiction like this. Right? It said Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Right? So that was gone. Right? However, the flesh, that's our job. Right? The, the Holy Spirit helps us with it, but that's what we have to address. You know what I mean? So I got delivered like this. And then I just died to flesh for another year and a half, which sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and it, 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 you know, I, I've, I really have lost everything that I had before that I was relying on. Um, a little whatever reputation I had. Uh, you know what? Tell them about the tithing. Oh yeah, I died. Yes. So I something happened where when I got locked up, I was actually in debt with the bank. Um, I think it was like. I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to start tithing from here. You know, the state gives me money to, I guess, to be a prisoner. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, uh, you know, they give me money. So I, I started to tithe. It, and um, I really have no debt now. Uh, God had actually made a way where finances I got put, you know, was given towards me where I, I don't have to pay none of that. I'm, I'm free of debt. Um, I don't owe the state no more money. I haven't, listen, I've been owing the state of New Jersey money since I was like 17. <laughs> I don't owe them no money. Um, uh, you know, and, and and you know how, how um, when, when uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got in the fire 
and they came out and they was like, yo, they look better than when they went in. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, God, you know, people keep telling me I look big. I don't think I do. But, you know, they say I look healthy. My skin my skin looks good and everything. So, I mean, you know, God God did his thing, man. He really did. And um, that, that, uh, that, that, that balance, you know, even when God disciplines us, it's a grace. I would have been dead. If he had left me on the streets, I know I would have killed myself. I know it. I know it. And, um, and, and sometimes, you know, that, that isolation isn't, isn't, isn't like a rejection, but it's, it's, a, it's protection. Right? It, that's what it was. It was a form of protection for me, you know? And um, I, 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 I know what it is. I had the thought the other day. I was actually, when I, my last day when I was um, there, somebody had got on my nerves. And I was sitting there, and the Holy Spirit said to me, he was like, well, you're a Christian now. You can handle it. <laughs> and uh, I remember, like I said, I remember growing up and knowing the word. I've always had a good uh, understanding of the word. There's never been a time in my life, because y'all know my mother, that I wasn't, I wasn't even allowed to not believe in Jesus. That's not a thing. Right? So, <laughs> so this, it's not happening, right? So, so there's never a time that I, I didn't know Jesus to, that died and rose from my sins. I always believed that. But to know Jesus as the Lord of your life is a different situation. It's a completely different situation. And um, I, I remember telling P, I was like, yo, I finally really feel like I'm Christian now. <laughs> I'm experiencing the Holy Spirit. Even even, even in, you know, this, like, it, it, this, this dark area, I'm, 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 people, people used to get mad at me. It's so weird, you know. People really hate, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Stand up, I'm sorry. <laughs> People really be hating on you. Like I'll, I was, I'll be chilling. I'm, I'm walking around, I'm singing some worship music. You know, we gotta do our laundry in the sink. So I'm doing my laundry in the sink. I'm singing. I'm happy. Nobody likes doing laundry in the sink, so I don't know why I'm happy. I'm doing, I'm happy. And this guy walks up to me. He goes, you know, you really get on my nerves. I'm minding my business. <laughs> okay. He was like, you're just too happy to be here. I said, you wanna know why? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you about it. Um, and, um, you know, God, God really had, um, had opened the door. Uh, you know, it's, it's actually, let me, let me go to this verse real quick. Um, uh, um, it's in Hebrews. Uh, uh, I, I can't. I don't want to take too Okay. Hebrews 13, verse 3. It says, Remember those who are in prison as though in prison with them and those who are mistreated since you are also in the body. You guys, you guys really did that for me. Y'all really did that for me. You know, um, love doesn't have no borders. The Holy Spirit doesn't have no borders. God's word is unchained. So there's times where, you know, somebody sent me a letter right on time, right on time. And, and I really appreciate everybody in here. I'm so happy to be back here. I love y'all, and uh, th thanks for welcoming me back. That concludes this week's message, and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200. Visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Rancocas, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, 
If you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to His Word. God bless you.